brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This. Anybody who knows me knows I was cocky out of the womb. <laughs> Is early break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Weekday mornings from 6 to 8 on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Once again, you can call or text 402-464-5685. Watch and comment on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. The show is sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Saw this before we move on to more Nebraska stuff. Football. Yeah, football. It is football. Uh, (laughs) I I don't think that Chris Kleiman is going to be in the conversation here. No, thank you for bringing this up. He's on the verge of a contract extension at Kansas State. He's one win away from, for sure, an extension, getting to nine wins on the season. But he's under contract through 2026 right now. But every time he leads the Wildcats to eight or more regular season victories, the season culminates in a bowl game. His contract is automatically extended by one year at a salary of $4.3 million. So he's about to get there. Now, again, if you paid Chris Kleiman $9 million, maybe maybe he listens here. At that Nebraska. would be unreasonable. What's unreasonable for, or what's reasonable for Chris Kleiman? If he's making 4.3. Three, or, 4.3. Yeah, it's six. Six, I'd say. It, it, right now, he's making three and a half, actually. Now, that, that will increase to four million next year and 4.3 every remaining year of the deal. I mean, we're just playing AD here, you know, um, but I'd say 5.5 to six million would be the reasonable but that's not happening Kleiman's Klein, uh, not yeah, going to be Nebraska I, I don't think yeah he's not no Chris Kleiman's not going to be Nebraska's next head coach saddens me I like Chris Kleiman I know a lot. You, do. you know I'm a big Chris Kleiman fan yeah. big he his no I, I know I, I'm with you on that if, if they named Chris Kleiman I'd be okay with it but it's not happening yeah. um okay Mickey Joseph also was on radio last night Mickey Joseph interim head coach for Nebraska, there's an 11-year-old caller who asked Mickey about Nebraska's quarterback plan for Saturday, 11.07 a.m. against Wisconsin. Right now, Mickey said, Mickey, it looks like Casey Thompson will be ready to go. Hello. Now, then he tempered it. We'll, <clears throat> we'll still go day by day with him, but today he looked really good. Now, how does that change your well, outlook on the game? It brings a level of intrigue. I mean, I think right now, if I speaking to most people, if, if Casey does not play, 
there's just a level of doom because of what you've seen with the backups. There is. I hate this. like that. That's not me being over I, the top. It's the fact no. that this offense has scored twenty five or twenty five points in the last three games combined. Mm-hmm. They are, they're not moving the football. They're not scoring. No, I know. So that against a good defense, it's a good defense. It's not a great defense. It's a good defense. They're top twenty in the nation. It's a good defense. It's good. It's not. It's not as good as last year. They had a hundred. They gave up Iowa one hundred forty six yards. Of I offense. talked to Patrikas yesterday. Jeff Patrikas, Milwaukee <laughs> Journal Sentinel, yeah. good friend of ours, and he said the words: "It's a good defense. It's not as good as last year's because they lost those two inside linebackers to the NFL." Yeah. Um, Chanel and Leo Chanel. And he, by the way, good news for you. I mean, I guess me, not good. Not good news for you because you love Iowa. But he said Iowa's offensive line is awful. That explains why Wisconsin had six sacks against Iowa. He said I was. He said their offense is obviously awful, but their offensive line is awful, and they still are likely to win the Big Ten West. Now they got to beat Minnesota this weekend. Got to beat Minnesota, Jake. Are you really picking Iowa to beat Minnesota? Yes. Whoa. What? What did we just? What have we said on this show? Again, I don't like Iowa. I know it sounds like I do. I respect them. You just said yourself on Monday, Nebraska, Iowa has won 13 straight games in the month of November. They just win in this month. God, it's going to be like 17 did, degrees. Did Minnesota impress you when they came to Lincoln here? They look good no, to you? No, not, they didn't. They, they, they look okay. very subpar, average at no, best. No, they looked okay. They looked extremely average, ordinary. Yeah. Ordinary. Well, that's Iowa, too. Well, sure. Uh, but be a, but except, a, I will give you this, not ordinary on defense, Iowa. <laughs> Elite. Minnesota's defense is good. It's not It's not Iowa good, though. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Iowa's. Yeah, so advantage, yeah, Iowa. Yeah. Iowa's special teams are better than Minnesota's. They have two phases that are better who than the, Iowa's. Who has the best player in the field? Minnesota. Probably Minnesota yeah. eat with Ibrahim. Yeah. You know? yeah. But then you got Cooper DeGene just but, making plays all over the place oh, as yeah, a punt returner thing. and defensive You bat. almost got me kind of convinced here. Ibrahim's like that that whole notion of well they have the best player is negated by the fact he's running into the best defense yeah. one of the best defenses in the country. I think I will Ibrahim get 100 against Iowa. That's a good question. Iowa's going to win that game. Anyway, Mickey. Sorry, how do we get to Iowa cut talk? Uh, right now, he said it via Wisconsin. Right now, via, that's how he got into it, via Wisconsin. Right now, it looks like Thompson will be ready to go, according to Joseph. He also he also talked about how Tom Osborne meets with him every Monday at 1030. Um, Osborne is a good influence. Joseph says this. He's still sharp and still understands what this program needs to start winning again. Then, then Mickey says the magic words. We got to get back to the trenches. Get big boys in here on the offensive and defensive lines. Get some depth in there and get a competitive roster. See, Mickey has a he gets good, it. He gets it. Gets man. it. He completely understands. He gets it. Which is why, again, we pointed out last segment that I he's unlikely to get the head coaching job. But if he were to get it. It's because he understands what what it's going to take here, and he and he can, he can recruit good players. More from Mickey, getting it. Yeah, here's more from Mickey getting it on the radio last night. He said assistants should always have a plan if they if if they're going to serve as a head coach. One, he says this. One of the things I wanted to do is bring back the physicality that we're going to be physical again. 
we're going to run the ball and stop the run. Mickey is saying all the right things. Now, Tom Osborne, I mean, when Frost was hired, I talked to Tom about that, that, that Nebraska's got to bring back the physicality. Tom was all about that. Frost didn't do it. He didn't do it. He did not do it. No. But but a didn't, little didn't late. we see that coming though possibly from him? A little bit. Was his UCF offense physical? <clears throat> no, but was was Oregon's offense overly <clears throat> physical? But he said, I mean, yeah. I don't remember what he said. It was a long time ago. He said he was Yeah, he had mm-hmm. he had Royce Freeman at Oregon. And Royce Freeman's a big back and they ran the hell out of him. Okay, they did. I mean, he had he had 1,500-yard seasons, Jake, more than that. He, he went to 1,600 yards. I always bring up Royce Freeman. They ran him at Oregon. Frost was part of that. But I'm not denying that, but what what was the type of offense, though? Well, was I mean, it was just a, line them up physical and just – Well, obviously, they the were, they were hammering a power game. Royce Freeman's a big back. I mean, probably a lot of power. He would, be, he would have been a good Big Ten back, that's for sure. Oh, man, beauty. Beauty, you love you love Royce Freeman. Oh, you love it. one of your favorites. Yeah, He's, over the years. Yeah. Anyway, that, that so that was Mickey on radio. Um, so, so Casey's in. It, we could be seeing Casey Thompson on Saturday. That's the big takeaway. Not that anybody seems to care about this game right now, but that helps a little bit in that regard, right? Yes. Well, yeah. I mean, if, if, if in terms of fan optimism and hope. If Casey's playing, you, you have some hope. Yeah, and I don't want to say, listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna retract what I just said. People care about this game. Okay. There are, the tickets are sold. They're gonna they're, they'll be I don't think it'll be jam packed, but it's a sellout. It will be a sellout, according to Trev. Few tickets remain. Obviously, people care about it. It's senior day. That's another thing. <laughs> I don't. There's some things in this world that confuse me. Let me get to this. Mickey said between 28 and 30 guys will be honored on Saturday, including the 12 players who have exhausted their eligibility. 28 to 30 guys are going to walk on Senior Day. What the hell? Oh, uh, yeah, who are we talking? <laughs> what guys about? are you talking about here? These, these yeah. walk-ons or backups we haven't seen before. Or just guys. Trey Palmer's not walking. Guys are on the fence. Garrett Nelson's not walking. Yeah. Guys who are on the fence. Like, I wonder if O'Shawn Mathis is walking. Possibly. He's a junior. But as Mickey pointed out this year, um, a lot of guys walk twice. Maybe walk three times. You know? I mean, COVID jacked it all up. It's fine. I don't care who walks and who doesn't. But But sometimes... When you're watching this, don't just automatically assume that that guy walking who's a junior is not going to be back next year. He might be back next year. Colton Feist, Feast walked last year. He'll be. He, he's going to walk again. He walked last year. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I walked as many times as you want yeah. to. Yeah. I'll, I'll be. Back. I'll be. Back. We'll yeah. do it again next year. <laughs> yeah. Senior day's not doesn't have quite the impact he once did. Okay, here's a text I want to read before we get to break. And Rick Heyman. Um, this is from Joe. On the text line, Joe. Joe P. You mentioned Tom Osborne was in has been in discussion with Mickey Joe. He talks to Mickey every Monday at ten thirty. All right, well, A.M. Joe a. M. P. Joe P. says this. I love Osborne, who will always have influence of the school team Husker Nation. But if he was in tune with what it takes for Nebraska to get back to winning, where has he been for the last eight to nine years? I don't know. 
It depends, if, it depends if the head coach is willing to listen to him. Why wouldn't you want to listen to well, him? Because here's why. I'll give you an example. I mean, I know Bo Pelini pretty well. Because Bo Pelini wanted to do things the way he wanted to do things. There's a lot of people when you're a head coach that try to tell you how to do things. Right? There are. Now, if you're a good head coach, you you stick to what you think is right. Right? You don't just sign off on what even Tom Osborne says. I would. I would be inclined that way. But not everybody is. Strong leaders don't necessarily just, you know, just say, okay, I'll do what you say, coach. No. I mean, they, they have ways. They're in that chair because they have strong beliefs about the the way to operate. That that makes sense? It does. I knew Bo. I know how Bo thought about that. Yeah, I respect Tom Osborne, but I'm the head coach. I'm the, I'm the one in the chair here, you know. Does that make sense? It makes sense. I think Scott was a little bit that way, Jake. I think Scott was well, a little bit that way. Well, it didn't way. work out well for Scott Frost. No, I know. He could have used some more advice, probably. <laughs> yeah. Hell, he could have used my advice. <laughs> Let alone Tom. Joe says, he follows up says, it's Tom freaking Osborne. Strong leaders would want the education from a national championship mm, winning so coach, yeah. wouldn't I you guess, think? Yeah, for sure you'd listen. I mean, and maybe take elements of it. Yeah, but people are people. They're complicated, you know? I don't know how that's going to work. Just like us, we're complicated. Yeah. Not that complicated, though. We're actually pretty simple people here. (laughs) Speak for yourself. We're simple people. (laughs) (laughs) Rick Heyman's Song of the Day is next on Early Break on the Ticket. (laughs) 